0: I hope this message meets you well, if you're listening to it from Nigeria, Ireland, around the world. There's something that, um, you know, that I've been thinking about from last year into, um, into this year. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in the world. But I want to talk to Christians, you know. If you think about the time Where the apostles had to shed their blood to minister the gospel. If you think about um, the missionaries that have gone out there, evangelists that have died for the gospel. People that have shed their very blood, their own blood for the gospel. That have done a lot so that this gospel can come to you today. And you, and you sleep well at night because you're allowed to pray, you know, you can't pray. You're probably in a country that you're, you're probably listening to this from a country that, you know, the um, you're not being, media has not been censored. So you go on YouTube, you click on YouTube and you listen to a message and you can go to church still, you know, it's, we have restrictions now. That's even the one reason why we should pray, you know, and you're able to, you know, just go like go about life like everything is normal and, you know, everything is fine, you know, you're happy. Or you text some scriptures to your friends and all that. I watched the video that touched the very core of my existence. And this pastor or man of God was talking about something and he said, met some people in china you know where they were arrested and all that so they had to have the scripture in their head there were no bibles in their prison by the way so whenever someone you came into prison they asked him of what scriptures he knew about so they could learn new ones you know possibly writing it down and bringing it into prison and all that there's a lot of reason why I'm saying this thing today. There's a lot of reason why I'm saying this today. Um, there's a lot of reason why I'm saying this today. Because, you know, Christianity, as we know it, is we wake up in the morning. This is not everybody, by the way. Wake up in the morning, you don't really pray. Today you pray, tomorrow you don't pray. You pray in the night, you pray, you just go about your life because it's fine, you're okay. You can leave the house and come back into the house, and you know go see your friends, and you know have like a worship event here and there, here and there, here and there. But if you actually talk to missionaries, if you talk to the very people on the field, you know when I mean field, people that are in countries where they can't share the gospel, I'm definite, I'm sure, to change how you see the gospel. And I did not even realize. That all these things were actually written in the Bible. You know, it's it's a verse I've read over and over again, so many times, but it struck a chord in my heart last year. Because I'll tell you why. The enemy comes in like a thief in the night. You know, so he comes to steal. I'm quoting another scripture. Comes to steal to kill and destroy. And we don't even know when we have the enemy creeping into our house because we decided to sleep and slumber for a five for like five minutes. We just had to just close our eyes and let everything go. So while we're praying to God, as opposed to stay in the secret place and asking questions about the world, where they're talking about the car and the house we wanted to buy. We're talking about the very things that the Bible says it has already been given to us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you. He that comes to me must believe that I am a rewarder of them that diligently seek me. It's not about to ask God questions you know, in terms of your life and every other thing that you might see. But what does God want? What does God want? Who is God and what does he want from you? You know, I'm, it's funny. I want to read the scripture to you. It's in Jude 3, or we can say Jude 1-3. Or Jude 3, because Jude, Jude has really... You know, I'm going to read it. It says, um, read from my Bible, NKJV. New King James Version. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you, concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once delivered to you, for sorry to the saints for certain men are kept in unnoticed who were longed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation ungodly men who on the grace of god into lewdness and deny the only lord god and our lord jesus christ for every generation this bible verse is very important we have been asked to contend for the fates. Now, I say this because, you know, sometimes we might say, oh, everything that's going to happen is still going to happen. God has control over everything. But we have been asked here to contend for the fates. One thing we need to know as Christians is God is not going to come down on earth to do what we can do. What we can do. You know, I say this to say because I'm we don't know sometimes it looks as though we don't know our authority in christ we don't know the bible says in psalms you know what is man that you are mindful of him that you have made him a little lower than the angels that was in psalms the time of david now when jesus christ came he said he said to mary just before she was when she was willing to come and hug him you know out of love and he said to her go and tell my brethren go and tell my brethren we're no longer called disciples or friends. When you take the things of God as a family business, it becomes more personal to you. It gains more ground in your hearts. It gains more ground in your heart. You know, you don't leave the walk to the pastor and Say, oh, listen, and then you stand with your holy, holy and thou attitude, and you're picking out the men of God. The the ones that you know about that are fallen. See that when He calls himself a pastor. He slept with this woman. He did this. He did that. See that chorister? He's doing this. That usher is so arrogant. Like, makes it look like the the services for a selected few. No, we have all been called. We have all been called. Every single one of us. And there are things going now going on now to the gospel, the very gospel, you know, that we are talking about. The church is not an essential service. Is that not enough for you to think about what is life on its in itself? If you don't have that mindset and I don't know, are you really a Christian? I have to ask the question. This is not me being judgmental, but rather I'm meant to I'm coming here to stir up your faith in God. I'm coming here to serve facing faith in God. While you post about the world events that are happening, so many things happen in the world, what about your Christianity, the very core of your existence? Or do you see God as someone that you just got to collect things from? How do you see the kingdom of God and how do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a soldier in God's army? Or you see yourself as one of the civilians that just meant to sit down and watch what happens? to see the outcome of things. I'm coming here with holy anger to stir up something in your spirit, to stir up something in you that needs to awaken. When the Bible says that we should contend for the faith because there are people that will come, that have come into our midst, you know. And every situation in your life that makes you not to say, Jesus is Lord. Is what is contending against you. We need to be careful. We need to be prayerful. We need to be alert. We need to know what is going on. We need to know how to handle every situation. How many times do you take the issues of the world to God? Before you rant, before you talk about anything. How many times have you prayed about every every every, every circumstance that happens? Have you not looked at history? The same things that that were done in the past have been done over and over again. And yet we close our eyes and we say with all things, with Christ, all things are possible. Those are not just words. They are not just words. Do you believe in that word? Do you believe in the word, the very words that you say? With Christ, all things are possible. And the fact that you're a Christian and you're spiritual, does not mean the devil cannot get to you. No! That is a very that is one of the things that we don't understand. Because the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. But which means before he flees, he will tempt you first of all. Even Jesus, the very core of our existence, the chief cornerstone was tested. Even Jesus was tested. So who are you? You're not bigger than Jesus. But we need to understand that we are in times where we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. See God's face. If you don't believe in what God is saying to a prophet, if you don't believe in prophecies, then ask God to show you. He's not different from you. The prophet is not different from you. If you believe that you can see things for yourself and he's not really hearing from God, all the. Co- the, the, the coalition of prophets, you know, the college of prophets that are in the world, they're not saying what you want to hear. Then you ask God what God is saying. You come out and you ask God, what are you saying about the times and the season that we are in now? The Bible says the sons of Isaac had understandings of seasons and times. You need to be careful, even how you talk about some things. You know and i just want you to take if there's anything i want to take from this video it's the fact that you me and every other christian we need to contend for the faith for the very core of our existence i don't know about you but i did not come to this world to have a good job and um Leave a great legacy, because because I want people to remember me. No. No, what is it? What, what is history without God? He created and framed the world in seven days. He is history. God is history. So when you think about all these things and you see the world turning upside down, because everybody is running at this point in time even the very government that we are talking about they don't even know what is going on and in due time you are going to know they do not know what is going on they can only try to give you an explanation but most of them they don't know what is going on or you rather believe science than believe God because it's proven you have seen it happen but then you forget about the small miracles that god did for you back in the day you know from you know the exam that you did not study properly that you passed you've forgotten that the time your mother was sick and you prayed for her you probably laid hands on her and she received the healing and all of a sudden something happens in the world and you're looking for answers from science and not from god you're looking for an answer from science and not from God let that sink in there is coming a time where all you can say is God help me what is going on but before we get there before we get there where does your salvation lie where is your heart at what are you saying what is God saying what is God saying You need to put yourself in the secret place this is an appeal to Christians but I have to be calm to say this you need to put yourself in a place with God where you understand God completely not you can't fully know God but you need to understand because there's a word that God gave to me you know I was asking God you know to know God and to get to know him completely and he gave me a distinct word this is from him directly he said to know me is to trust in me if you trust god why are you afraid why are you completely worried everything might go left the world might turn upside down i want to give you an example you see when jesus called peter to walk on the water with him And when Peter came out of the boat and he was looking directly at Jesus, he was walking. But immediately he saw the waves and everything come. He became so afraid. And at that point he started drowning. At that very point he started drowning. At that very point everything was, you know, was was peak. He could not understand again. That's how we are. That's exactly how we are. That's exactly how we are as Christians. But he's teaching us to completely put our minds on him. To completely put our whole trust in him. For us to put our focus on him. Especially in times like this. Times like this. And I'm going to leave this note. Leave this note. Do not forsake declaring a no burden. Even while you're on lockdown, do not isolate yourself. Find a way to pray with people. It truly really helps. Until next time, it's Kyo. Thank you.